you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Michael Fabiano, joined by my good friend and uh, very excited San Francisco 49ers fan, Marcus Green. Hey, Happy New Year, my friend. Thanks. Happy New Year to you as well. Yeah, man. 2020 is upon us. It's wild, man. It just um, flew by, bro. It just flew <laughs> by. I mean, especially considering what I spent the last nine years working at this place with you. I know. It's wild. I started I started here in August of 2011, and here we are. Nine Ontario years Hardesty. Ontario Hardesty. favorite player. I will, uh, if I ever run into him, I owe him a beer. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is what? This is this is going into my 21st year in this industry. It's wow. crazy, bro. Wow. Yeah. Your career uh, is old enough to drink. It, I, I, exactly. <laughs> right? So what did you do for New Year's? Uh, you know what? I just, a couple of house parties. Uh, my girlfriend had some friends who had a party, so I... I grudgingly made the trek up to the valley up to encino yeah um which for those of you who don't live in los angeles like going to, if you live on one side of the hill and you have to go to the valley like 
friendships have ended over less. <laughs> exactly. Different movies in the valley. Like friendships have ended over less. So I grudgingly took uh, an Uber up to Encino for a little bit, and then I had some friends who had a house party. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. And on the way back home, we could stop at the second party, and uh, but it was a good night. There you go. Yeah, I, uh, my girlfriend and uh, family and friends. We went to uh, dinner, came home confident that we were going to make it until midnight. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> Uh, before we get into things, we got to introduce our pal, the man, the myth, the legend, who's wearing a Knicks hat today, Edward Murphy Esquire, as Marcus likes to call you. Yeah, I may be going to, I think the Knicks are in town, actually. This oh, week. Is, so, is anyone going to go? They Look, you know, I'm not saying they're a good team, but they've been playing a lot better since the uh, the coaching change, a little bit of a spark. Uh, so, yeah, so instead of, if I go to the game, instead of them losing to the Clippers by 20, they may lose by 10, which is, you know, I'll take that. <laughs> uh, you know, just as long as you play the young guys, keep in line for your pick. That's, that's the state of New York sports really outside of the Yankees. Just, like, keep it close and just keep tanking yeah, for the better draft pick. It's kind of a rough go for it's a It's a really, really bad time. I mean, uh, Dave Damashek does his yearly uh, Sonic Award of the, the team, the city, rather, that has the the worst overall mm-hmm. uh, sports like landscape going on. And this year's winner was uh, Cleveland. But you know what? I'd said Los Angeles outside of maybe the two basketball teams. And unfortunately, the, the New York outside of really, I guess the Nets made the playoffs, but really the Yankees, like that's it. Like it's, it's, it's a bad time for at least those two major cities. Yeah. I mean, at least LA, so LA's got, well, the Rams kind of fell on their face this year. Rams the and Chargers had the expectations fell right. short. I mean, I USC, it's, it's the Kings, sort of the Dodgers, you know, had their good year. I, 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 my argument about that was, and, and Dave kind of agreed, was like, with, that they flamed out earlier. Yeah. And with Clay, <laughs> you expect to have Clayton Kershaw, like, you got to make it over the hump once, and they have, and eventually, like, that's what gets you into that part. Right. Of, like, it's, it's the amount of disappointment, I think. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I was speaking of disappointment. Uh, my pal, Dwayne, uh, Dylan Patances was on, uh, Chris Russo's show wearing Mets gear. I was like, damn it. He'll be back in the year. He's going to rehab with the Mets. He'll be back in the year. It's fine. I love them. Let him get Wait, healthy. Are the, are the Mets like the Yankees farm system That's now? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> he got injuries. He's going to miss most of the year. He'll rehab with the Mets on the Mets dime. He'll come back to the Yankees, and he wants to win. It's all right. Kind of, yeah. Still kind of bummed out. I love Dylan. He's a good dude. Um, uh, great fantasy player as well. So um, we typically on Fridays, you guys know, we get right into the games. We have four games this weekend, and we're going to be talking a lot about uh, DFS, because, of course, traditional fantasy is over. I'm not going to mention what's going on with the Cowboys because we haven't sure. in-house confirmed anything yet. Uh, we've heard reports from Ed Werder that the Cowboys are going to move on. Marcus believes that they're just waiting until his contract he's, is up. He's going to take so a they knee. don't have to actually fire him. Jerry's taking a knee and running out the clock. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know, man. Garrett's like, got it, no more timeouts. Just, Jerry's just going to run it out. Anybody but Garrett. That's 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 uh, that's how I feel right now. So um, other than that, most of the news is going to be related to injuries uh, as it pertains to the games this weekend. So, uh, Eddie, let's get things started. And uh, Saturday's first game of wild card weekend, Bills at Texans. Uh, the injuries in this game that we are monitoring, uh, basically the Texans wide receivers, uh, Will Fuller, who is uh, seemingly always hurt. Uh, it's too bad to be this guy. If he could ever stay healthy, man, he could be a very good fantasy player. Our James Palmer is reporting that uh, he is a real long shot to play this weekend against the Bills, which you would think is going to mean more targets for Kenny Stills of the night. Because I can never mention Kenny Stills without thinking about Whitesnake. Uh, Stills is not listed on the final injury report, so he will be a go and potentially a DFS play 
this week. Now, we are going to talk about Playoff Challenge as well. Yep. And, and if you don't know about Playoff Challenge, we'll give you sort of a quick, uh, a quick description. You can play anybody that you want. You get multipliers for each round that your players start and advance in the playoffs. So it's different than DFS because you're basing your decisions based on value and uh, how, how well that team you believe is going to uh, do in the playoffs and, and continue to move on. So let's start off with Deshaun Watson. Now, last time we talked about Deshaun Watson, he was stinking up that, <laughs> that stadium in Tampa right. and killing your fantasy hopes and dreams. Uh, what are you looking at this week? Uh, I mean, I'm not excited about it. Um, you know, that, that, that Bill's secondary has been tough, and Tredavious White has locked down plenty of people so far this season. And, and you wonder, I, I would I would guess they're going to travel him per, perhaps and, and keep mm-hmm. him on New Hopkins uh, all game long. So that isn't super exciting. So you've got to hope if you are bold enough to play Deshaun Watson that he gets out of the pocket and he makes some things happen with his legs. That is how he's going to generate any kind of offense uh, for for the Texans, for your DFS lineup. So, But either way, I, I don't know that he is my favorite quarterback start of wild card weekend. He's a guy that I'd be cautious about. Yeah, no, uh, I, I'm, I'm absolutely uh, I'll, right there with you. Um, Watson, and he, you know, he goes up and down. I mean, you know, he, he has great games. He has he has really mediocre games in traditional that that killed me uh, in one of my leagues this season. So, you know, I get it. You know, he's a big name. He's a top five quarterback. It's not the best matchup in the world. And, you know, typically, uh, th- th- I just I don't believe in the Texans as a playoff team. So no, because the Texans games are usually like that's the game where I go run errands. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, I got to go to Target. Like, so you like know, I'll throw it on the radio. In playoff right. challenge. I'm not playing Deshaun Watson. Um, we're, we're, we'll get into that. Uh, Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson. Any interest in any one of these two guys? I mean, Duke in DFS is going to be a better value, but yeah, I mean, but I think Carlos Hyde is going to be the more productive option. I mean, right. he's the guy who has been better all year long because he seems to have more of a defined role in this offense. Duke is sort of that Swiss Army knife. He's one of those players that we talk about a lot that who is good in actual football because he's versatile Mm -hmm. and can do a lot of things. Not so great in a fantasy perspective because he does so many things. He doesn't necessarily focus in one place. So uh, Carlos Hyde, you're you're right. Duke Johnson is the better value necessarily. Carlos Hyde is the guy I think that has a better path to touches and to production, especially uh, against the Bills run defense that has been sort of up and down this year. Yeah. Keep in mind that, um, you know, that defense did get better against the run as season as the season wore on. Uh, Enemy running backs just scored two touchdowns and averaged fewer than 20 fantasy points per game against Buffalo over the last four weeks of the regular season. So uh, Carlos Hyde is a tough one for me uh now new copkins in traditional fantasy football he's a must start yep. i mean he, he's, he's just starting and that's it just starting him i don't like him in dfs this week he is the second most uh highly priced player behind of course michael thomas and the matchup's not good that's the thing yeah. i'd rather i'd rather invest my loot into michael thomas than than new copkins yeah I and mean, that's you know that's what i mentioned earlier because I just I just feel like the Bills are going to lock him down with Tredavious White, or at least attempt to lock him down with Tredavious White. And we've seen Nuke have some less than great games this season. He's had yeah. some tough matchups and that he struggled to sort of overcome. Uh, I think it's possible that the Bills try to find a way to take him out of this game. And you're right, like on a in this being a one week situation, a, a one game scenario. I don't know that I'm super excited about. DeAndre Hopkins, especially with the value that, that you might be getting him at in, in DFS. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, Darren Fells also. You know, at this point, you have so few options. If you're talking about DFS, I think you're going to be doing a little bit better than him. Now, on the Buffalo side of things, Josh Allen has the best matchup of any quarterback based on fantasy points. And you're looking at the numbers. 
the Texans have given up more than 20 fantasy points per game to the position. Uh, their defense is a lot of top 11 fantasy quarterback in nine of their last 12 games. So while playoff challenge is not somewhere that I would start Josh Allen because I don't know how far the Bills are going to advance, I do think they're going to beat the Texans. And this week in DFS... I love John Brown. He 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 is the he's the third he's the third priciest quarterback, but I, I think it could be worth it. John Brown's a good play for you. I love John Brown uh, against the Texans secondary. I mean, I, I think the Bills are going to try to take some deep shots here, and I think that that Brown can get behind this defense. Cole Beasley's not a terrible play, mm-hmm. um, but he's definitely more of a volume shooter, so to speak. He's going to be the guy that gets a lot of those underneath targets, and you hope maybe he turns one into a long catch and run. But man, I think I think they take a couple of pops over the top with John Brown, and he's a guy who doesn't need a whole lot of targets in order to be productive he catches a couple of deep balls and gets in the end zone you end up having a pretty nice day yeah can i interest you in a devin singletary in dfs now keep in mind during the regular season the texans gave up the fifth most fantasy points to running back so they were pretty vulnerable to that position also when you start devin singletary you have to sort of deal with the specter of josh allen getting goal line opportunities potentially frank gore as well uh Singletary in the flex starter conversation in DFS for you? Uh, I, I think I think that's the f- drink. There you go. There you go. That's the first. That's the, that's the first one. Um, not not really. Just because there's no touchdown upside there at all. And, and if it would be a different feeling for me if he were just a target monster out of the backfield, but he isn't necessarily that. I mean, his his high target game this year was eight. Uh, that was back in week 14 uh, against the Ravens. He's only, you know, six catches was his high so far this year. He's never had, he hasn't had 50 receiving yards in a game. So that part of his game is just not there enough for me to feel really confident about it. So I think I would probably fade him this week just because, He's not doing enough between the 20s. And as you mentioned, near the goal line, it's Josh Allen. It's occasionally Frank Gore. It's anybody but De- – I mean, look, the last touchdown he scored was on Thanksgiving Day, and that was a trick play. Yeah. It was a pass from John Brown. Yeah. That, that says a lot. It's against the Cowboys, too. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that part. Whatever. Yeah, we stink. Uh, anyways, let's move on. Titans and Patriots. This game's interesting to me. Uh I like the Titans, man. I, I feel like the Titans. Ball, do, you, do you think the Titans are going to win? That, that I is, think the Titans are going to win the game. That I is, really do. That is the prevailing thought. I think they're going to win the game. And, and you know, I'll probably be wrong because just when it looks like the Patriots have a little weakness going on, that's when they come out. But they lost to the freaking Dolphins at home last week. Right. Except, I mean, are they playing possum? I don't know. I'm, I, they wanted to win that game because they would have had a first round bye, and now they have to get right through every round. Right. Except, so here's the thing: if if you believe in in things just working out for the Patriots, there is a a pretty big storm I think coming through yes. Massachusetts yes. this weekend. Yeah, a big one. And I think it's called Winter Storm Henry. Henry. Oh, so you're, <laughs> so, you're saying, so you're saying that El Tractorcito might end up being that, yeah, that, that, that runs see. through Foxborough. Let me, uh, let I me think con- you're correct. Actually. Let me confirm that. Winter Storm Henry expected to hit New England. Yep. Yes, I used to live there. Those storms are no fun. So Derrick Henry not only could storm through that Patriots defense, but Winter Storm Henry could make this game a whole hell of a lot of fun to watch. That will be Who yeah. doesn't like watching games it'll in be, snowstorms? It'll be a lot of fun watching it from my couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With, with a beverage and some food. I, I want to... I remember this vaguely. I'm pretty sure there was a game at Foxborough in the snow where Tom Brady had six touchdown passes against Tennessee. I think... My, hey, my, I think my memory's pretty decent. If I remember correctly, not that he's going to do it this week, 
But I, I'm just saying. But doesn't I, I, I get it? The Patriots, you know, they, you know, the team from the Northeast. So they, but the Titans' whole game is predicated on running the football, running the football. smash mouth. So does this bother them at all? Maybe not. I mean, they just hand the ball to Derrick Henry and kind of let him do his thing. And look, when it is cold like that, I would assume, well, first off, tackling Derrick Henry just doesn't seem like it would be fun no. in any circumstances. No. But especially when it's cold and wet and you're just getting tired, that seems super unfun. So, yeah. so maybe this does work out in the Titans' benefit. But it just, you know, I immediately saw Winter Storm Henry coming and I'm like, you know, this is this is this is an equalizer potentially. You know, for a team for a team in the Patriots that isn't playing their best football, right? Yeah, uh, Julian Edelman is dealing with multiple injuries. Uh, he drew a questionable tag, but I would assume that he would go. And assuming there is no setbacks, I like him this week in DFS play. Uh, he actually comes at a pretty reasonable price compared to the other you know top flight wide receivers. Right. Uh, this week, the Titans have given up 10 touchdowns and the fourth most fantasy points to slot receivers this year. So Edelman, who's going to get a lot of targets, even if it's snowing like crazy there, they're still going to be able to throw the football, I believe. Um, he's, a, he's a guy that you would play, again, assuming there's no setbacks. Now let's go back to the Titans. Ryan Tannehill has been, and, and again, you could, you could hit me up on Twitter and tell me I'm crazy. He's playing at an MVP level ever since he took over that Titans job as a starting quarterback, and he's, and he's led this team into the playoffs. Ryan Tannehill, to me, is a sneaky DFS play and a sneaky playoff challenge. I'm not going to play him in playoff challenge because, uh, I, and we'll get to that later. But Tannehill has been good no matter the opponent. And you might look at the Patriots defense and think, well, wait a minute. This defense has been one of the best in the league against quarterbacks. While that's been true overall, lately, this defense has not been as good. Josh Allen had a decent game against them. Okay, pretty decent. And so did Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. So if we're talking about recent production from the quarterback position against New England, I'm pretty good. No, I agree. I, th I think Ryan Tannehill's not a bad play this week at all. I'm curious to see whether or not he flashes his rushing ability a little bit more this week because he hasn't done it in a huge way. He hasn't had to. I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, he's he can't do it. He just hasn't had to. Um, we talked about Derrick Henry and how much they, they would likely try to run the football with him, but... When they do throw the football, one, I'm looking at this, and it doesn't look like the wind is going to be very high this weekend. Now, it may be rainy. I don't know if it turns into snow, potentially. Who knows? But um, it's not going to be really windy, which means they can try to throw the football. But the other part of this is if the Patriots decide they want to play man, right, if they have to turn their back to the quarterback, because that's what killed them against Lamar Jackson. They tried to play man occasionally, and when those DBs turn their back, then Lamar's likely to take off. If the Titans can do that with Ryan Tannehill, I think that really changes the dynamic of the game. My other question is, how do we feel about, say, A.J. Brown this week? Yeah, well, uh, going back to the Patriots defense, Josh Allen and Ryan Fitzpatrick combined to score over 44 fantasy points. Both of them had over 20 uh, last two opponents for the Patriots. I like A.J. Brown. I mean, I'm not going to say that he's matchup proof, but what did Devontae Parker just do to Stephon Gilmore? Oh, he lit him up. I'm telling you, lit him up. like the Patriots defense has has taken a, a bit of a downward turn when it comes to being so difficult when it comes to the fantasy matchup. I'd play AJ Brown this week. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd play AJ Brown. This AJ week. Brown he's hot, dude. I mean, that's the only guy I'd play. Uh, Henry, notwithstanding, obviously, he's going to be one of the top plays uh, this week. He's going to get the ball a ton. And if it's snowing and it's, you know, winter wonderland out there, he's going to get the ball even more. Uh, John New Smith, to me. A little bit of a sleeper. I think I could do better. 
Titans defense and special teams. If you don't like to spend on defenses and DFS, and typically I don't like to do that, I like to try and grab a under the radar kind of matchup. The Dolphins scored 11 fantasy points against against New England last week on their home field. Just saying, uh, the the Titans defense might not be that bad of a play if you want to sort of punt that down the road and think, eh, I, I don't want to spend on I don't want to spend on the Saints this week, for example. I'm going to spend a little bit less. Titans could end up being a decent option. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have a feeling this this could be a fairly low-scoring game, right? Like, I, I, if the weather's bad, which it looks like it's going to be, I don't necessarily see either one of these teams putting up a ton of points. The Patriots have struggled to move the football for the last few weeks, so that's certainly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking, and, you know, Rex Burkhead is a really good value. There. Yeah, he could be. Uh, and, be. I, and I know that Sonny Michelle is not on the injury report, but I don't know that that matters anymore. I mean, I think, I think they just have, are starting to pivot toward Rex Burkhead because... He's sort of that hybrid between Michelle and James White. He can catch the football. He can run the football mm-hmm. effectively. He's, he's kind of a big, stronger guy between the tackles. I think, you know, again, if you're looking for values there, Rex Burkhead, I think, is a nice play. And Michelle's actually, he's not that expensive this week. No. And he is averaging over 19 carries in his last three games. So the Patriots are, they don't use him in the passing game, but they are starting to lean on a little bit more. Snow, hey, you know, Michelle's worth a look. Tom Brady is not. Unless you believe no. in that Brady pay- playoff magic, which, you know, maybe he'll bring it back. But, I mean, he's failed to score more than 15 fantasy points in three of his last four games. Uh, he scored 14.8 against the Dolphins. Yeah. And they're terrible. Uh, d- did you, did you like, read, and I don't know that there's any truth to this, that, like, people are talking about Brady playing for the Chargers next season? Really? <laughs> I don't believe it. I mean, I don't believe it. I don't either, but... But I, it is interesting to see that some of those uh, rumors are going around. I know it's Tom Brady, but why would the Chargers go from one old quarterback I don't to know. an even older I, quarterback? I don't know. <laughs> um, Patriots defense special teams this week. As clearly, it was the best defense in fantasy football and traditional leagues. Uh, still playable, but not without their faults right now. Right. Um, I, I get it. We see the entire season. You got to look at what teams have been doing or not doing more recently. Vikings at Saints. Now, there's a lot of injuries to talk about in this game. Uh, Dalvin Cook obviously missed the, the last uh, the last week's game and hasn't played in a couple of weeks. He looks like he's trending in the right direction. Yep. Alexander Madison looks like he's trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Xavier Rhodes. I mean, not that it matters at this point. I mean, Xavier Rhodes hasn't really played. played he has uh, not played great football. Great football this season. So, um, And regardless, it doesn't matter because... Whoever he ends up covering uh, on that Saints defense, on that Saints office, is going to just smash. So, Dalvin Cook is now the Saints have been good against the run. He's coming off of multiple injuries. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want him in DFS because the price is so high, and I don't want him in playoff challenge because I don't think the Vikings have a chance to win this game. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Vikings are going to win this game, and, and it is. Again, for DFS, between the value, you know, for what you're going to have to, to spend to get him, and going against uh, a decent Saints defense, especially because I, I feel like the Saints can run off to a lead in this one, and right. that might that might impact how much Cook gets the ball. It may force uh, Kirk Cousins to try to throw the football a little bit more to stay in this football game. So, yeah, I you know I could see myself maybe try to tinker with a lineup that has Dalvin Cook, but I don't know how many of them I'll have like that. Yeah, Kirk Cousins now. Kirk Cousins is one of the more inexpensive quarterbacks in the week, and, you know, we only have, you know, four games. If you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers lately, they haven't been all that great. All right, Cousins has failed to score more than 18 fantasy points in four straight games. The Saints have allowed 
fewer than 16 points per game the quarterback since week 14. Mm-hmm. Now, this game could shoot out. This game could easily go way, especially, way over the total. First, I was going to say, especially because they're playing in the dome, but both these teams play in yes. the dome. So. <laughs> but it, I mean, so, so if you believe that, then maybe Kirk Cousins is a good play. But if you believe in, in sort of what these defenses have done all season long, uh, Kirk Cousins would be a fade. Stephon Diggs would be a fade. Adam Thielen is like... Where has he been? Adam Thielen I mean, is super expensive this week based on what he's done lately. Since he's he's almost as expensive as Julian Edelman on DraftKings. He has done nothing since he's come since back he's come from back the from hamstring injury. injury. Yeah. I I don't see any reason that anyone would think to play him. Other than it's just you're, you're taking your shot. Uh, if you think seeing. this is going to go over and it's going to be a high-scoring game then maybe that's why, but I don't see a reason why. I, I mean, play. he's what he didn't did he play at all against against the Bears in week 17 I mean he didn't he didn't register any catches I know that uh, he has he has been invisible since he's been back whether he's been on the field or not he hasn't he hasn't produced ever since Thielen has come back that's basically neutered Kyle Rudolph you can't play him and um I, I don't want anything to do with the Vikings defense against the Saints now on the flip side there's a lot of really good plays this week okay Drew Brees has been hot red hot yep he was a league winner uh he helped you navigate those fantasy playoff games and he he was tremendous and the vikings can be vulnerable uh to to the pass they can be uh they haven't been lately but they can be and breeze is likely going to be the number two quarterback behind lamar jackson in playoff challenge but i would guess this week there isn't a better quarterback play in dfs probably not um i would yeah i'm looking at the the quarterbacks available uh I don't know. Well, I know we'll get the Seahawks. I could talk myself into Russell Wilson, maybe, but I think just straight up, I think it's Drew Brees and then some combination of, of Tannehill and or Wilson right behind him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think uh, I just for some reason, and I don't really know why, but I just expect the Saints are going to score a lot of points. Yeah, in this, in this I, you, I mean, yeah, that's 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 fair. And um, again, this could this could shoot out. Mm-hmm. Which you know, if you believe that Kirk Cousins could be a, a play, Stephon Diggs could be a play for you this week in DFS. Um, and and I, I wouldn't play anybody in a purple jersey uh, for for playoff challenge because I don't think the Vikings are going to win this game. Will Lutz is going to be the kicker in a lot of playoff challenge lineups, and so are the Saints defense. Uh, they'll be an option uh, this week as well. Final game: Seahawks and Eagles. Yep, <laughs> it's like the Seahawks. Are a mess with in terms of injuries. I mean, we already know Chris so Carson, many injuries. Shad Penny, CJ Procise. I mean, they're all banged up. Um, so you know what you're going to get this week with the Seahawks. The backfield is consisting of Marshawn Lynch and Travis Homer. Um, Russell Wilson's. I don't even know if I, the Eagles are so tough on quarterbacks at home. I feel like in DFS because of the price, I'm going to fade him. Okay. And I don't know that I believe in the Seahawks anymore as a contending team with all these injuries. Yeah, I mean, so the Eagles are pretty banged up, too, although I think they may be getting some of their guys back. But both these teams are really just beat up coming into this one. Yeah. I just so originally I picked the Seahawks to win this game, and I'm, I'm still going to stand behind that. I, I would agree with that. But and it's so like because of that, I think Russell will find a way. This just feels like one of those games where Russell Wilson sort of finds a way and it might not always be pretty. But, you know, whether it's it's him getting the ball to DK Metcalf I, when will Tyler Lockett come back to life? Is this the weekend he comes back to life? Uh, he's had one game against Carolina in, in the last month. And that's that's it. it. That has been it. And that's so. going to shy people away from Tyler Lockett this week. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, I think that that's working for Russell Wilson. I guess the bigger question is what happens in that backfield, right? Because Marshawn Lynch got a few carries, twelve carries and a touchdown last week. Um, and I know that you know, obviously, everybody talks about that the the plays near the end where you know the the Seahawks had the delay of game, and so that didn't give Marshawn a chance from the one, and so on and so forth. I would think there's a bigger workload in store for him this week because they can't they can't lean on Travis Homer, I think, and win this football game. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you there. Where where Marshawn worries me in in daily play is that he's going to continue to share the workload. The Eagles have allowed the sixth fewest fantasy points to visiting running backs. Uh, at least they did during the regular season. They were tough on running backs on their home field. You know, outside of the elite guys like Zeke, for example, they, they were pretty tough. So. Uh, and Lynch is going to cost a bit, so I don't know that I'd play him in, in daily. And again, playoff challenge, you really want to play players who you believe are going to be on teams that advance the furthest. Right, so. and I just don't – I don't think – I whoever see, wins Seahawks this game – Seahawks maybe, maybe win one. Whoever wins this game, that's it. Like, I don't I don't see either the Seahawks or the Eagles winning more than, than one game in the right. playoffs. That's and, it. Right, and in the playoff challenge, that that's a huge component to who you're playing. Uh DK, again, the matchup's good. The Eagles have struggled against perimeter receivers all season long. Uh, Jacob Hollister is, is sort of a mid-range play at the tight end position. Now, moving on to the Eagles, Miles Sanders looks like he's going to be back this week. He avoided the high ankle sprain. He does have an ankle sprain. I don't know if that's going to limit his carries and his touches, which could potentially make Boston Scott a very interesting play in daily fantasy this week. Now, Zach Ertz still hasn't been cleared for contact. That could make Dallas Goddard. A nice play. Although last week Goddard was okay, was he was all right. Great. He was. I, I, I was expecting more, especially, uh, especially you know with Ertz out. But the Eagles are going to look to Goddard, especially with all the injuries they have. And the Seahawks gave up the second most fantasy points to tight ends during the regular season. Greg Ward is also interesting here, Marcus, mm-hmm. because he's now like the de facto number one wide receiver in Philadelphia. Right. I mean, and, and you could beat the Seahawks through the air. And, and Ward, I, I believe he's had around 40 targets in his last five or six games. So, I mean, he's getting opportunities. Yeah, and I don't look, I don't want to compare him necessarily to Debo Samuel, but but Debo sort of found his way through that secondary when the Niners played the Seahawks uh, yep. at the end of the season. And I think and similarly, Greg Ward can, can maybe do something uh, akin to that. I don't know that he can be quite as productive. Uh, also, by the way, uh, Mike K, beat writer for the Eagles, says that uh, Zach Ertz is at practice. Oh, good. He's Miles Sanders out at practice as well. So just a couple of updates uh, from the Eagles there. Good. So maybe we'll get Ertz. And if Ertz is active, I mean, maybe he's not the better play. And maybe it's still Dallas Goddard because Ertz is, is severely banged up. So we'll see what happens. Um, but that's going to be an interesting game. And, um, you know, the Eagles, again, a, a defense that played much better at home than they did on the road. And they're facing a Seahawks team that comes in sort of stumbling. You know, yeah, uh, this is a team that I think a lot of people had high hopes for, especially with the run that they had made uh, the game against the 49ers. And then now you've got you know all these injuries. And then last week of the game uh, against San Francisco where they where they uh, were taken down. So that's your look at wild card weekend. Now we're going to get in the playoff challenge lineups. OK. And so, you know, Eddie, I don't know if you have your playoff challenge lineup, but feel free to jump in here. Playoff challenge again is all about it, it's it's a PPR scoring system. You can check it out online, and you can win a trip to the Super Bowl next next year. Um, you you want to start players who are productive, obviously, but there's a caveat. Like Dalvin Cook is always going to be active in traditional fantasy leagues, but if you don't believe Dalvin Cook is going to make it out of the first round because he plays for the Vikings, who are a heavy underdog to the Saints this week, well then Dalvin Cook's not going to play for you. So. You want to do a little bit of a mix. And 
Let me just give you a few sort of yeah, a, a few little uh, stats here, a little nuggets that can help you. The Patriots won the Super Bowl last year as a number two seed. Prior to that, a number one seed had won the Super Bowl in every year since 2013. What does that mean? One or two seeds pretty much make it. Ravens, right? I mean, Ravens, looking at Niners. The Ravens, looking at Niners. Because typically they're going to get there. And you can play players on teams that have a bye this week yep. and get the multiplier. So, like, if you play Lamar Jackson this week, obviously you're not getting points from him. But next week, you'll get double. If he scores 40 next week, you get 80. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, the top seed in the AFC has won three of the last six championships while the number one seed in the NFC has won twice. Uh, four of the last six Super Bowl games have featured each conference's top seed. Oh, Marcus loves that stat. Uh, prior to last season, uh, when the Patriots and the Rams both made it to the Super Bowl as two seeds, the previous five Super Bowls had seen a single non-number one seed. That was the 2016 Atlanta Falcons, who were a two seed. Uh, the last wildcard team to reach the Super Bowl was the 2012 Ravens. They made it as a four seed. Oh, uh, yeah. So you may not really want to go with a team that's playing in the wildcard weekend as a long-term option because the trend has been that these teams have not been able to get to the promised land. Uh, five of the last 24 teams to play in the conference championship round also played in the wildcard round. Uh, so there is been, there has been a trend of wildcard teams getting to the, the, the NFC and AFC championship games is not necessarily getting over to the Super Bowl. Uh, not a single number six seed has made it to the conference round in the last six seasons. Uh, just one number five seed, which was the 2013 49ers, Marcus, has played in the conference championship round during that time, and just two number four seeds have reached the finals uh, of their respective conferences. That was the 2016 Patriots and the 2014 Colts. So, although, you know, you could say, well, it's low-hanging fruit, you're probably going to be playing a lot of the teams, uh, a lot of players on the teams that aren't playing this week in playoff challenge. So right. I'll start with you, Marcus. Give me your playoff challenge lineup. All right. Well, my quarterback, no surprise, Lamar Jackson. Yep. Uh, my running backs, I went Alvin Kamara, who uh, I look, I know most of the season he was frustrating, but the back part of the season that the touchdown positive regression seemed to come. And so I think uh, I think. I think the Saints can make a pretty long run in this thing, and, and I think Kamara kind of gets back in the centerpiece of this whole deal. Uh, Mark Ingram is my other running back for when the Ravens get back to action next week, and expecting them to kind of run. I, I expect the Saints, or the, the Ravens, rather, to get to the Super Bowl, so I, I got a couple of them. Uh, Michael Thomas is my number one wide receiver. I don't think that's a big surprise there. I think that's going to be in a lot of people's lineups. My other receiver, though, is Tyreek Hill. Um, I looked at the Niners, and I mean, I sort of like Debo, sort of like Emmanuel Sanders, but I do think that the Chiefs can at least get to the AFC Championship game, and so I like Tyreek Hill, so I put him as my, my wide receiver, too. George Kittle is my tight end. Um, I, think, I think your NFC Championship game is going to be Niners and Saints, so I think George Kittle is the best possible option. I just, Jerry Cook's had a nice year. He just seems to be too up and down. Kittle has a, a safer floor for me, and I think as high, if not a higher ceiling than Jerry Cook, so he's my tight end. I went back and forth on kickers. At first, I had Robbie Gold in there. Homer. A little bit. But <laughs> I, switched, I switched it out to Will Lutz because, again, I think, I think it's, it's Niners and Saints in the NFC Championship game. So it, it, to that point, I can, I can put Will Lutz in. I can get points from him this week and potentially get the multipliers as we go along. So that was my Will Lutz pick there. Defense, I really kind of struggled with, but I went with the Ravens. Um, I think they are going to be probably the most added defense uh, in, in the playoff challenge there. So I put them in. I think they can they can force some turnovers. The fact that they, they have home field advantage all throughout the playoffs, I think, makes them uh, a really interesting play. So that's uh, there you go. It's my defense. Eddie, Marcus just named off my entire lineup. <laughs> Did I really? 
I, I submitted it like <laughs> earlier. I was doing this as we were talking about the, the other exact game. <laughs> same lineup. Not one player was different. I wonder what the odds are of that. For, forget about the percentage of like what players to start. What are the odds of two people in the same room right now without even knowing? Without looking at same. each other, having the same lineup. <laughs> Quarterback, what two running backs, two receivers, tight end, kicker, defense. That's, That's wild. That's something else. When, once once you said Tyree Kill, I was like. Oh man, this might go all the way. <laughs> this might go all the way because I knew you were going Kittle because you're a Niners fan and Kittle's, you know, he, he's he's the man. And Will Lutz is the, I mean, Will kicker, Lutz, I think kicker might be the wild card there. Like, <laughs> but I mean, Lutz is, is always great. He's, you know, play. He's going to play at least one game in a dome. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, in the next round. But yeah, so me and Marcus are in agreement. Uh, That's funny, Eddie. I'm not sure if I fully this is my first time playing so I'm not sure if I fully grasp it um I did go with Lamar at at uh at quarterback um I I don't like I feel like I want to embarrass myself with my my picks I picked James White for this week uh and then so you, but you say it's okay to start Aaron Jones like in or do you, you can you can guys? so you yeah. can start him yes so next week Aaron Jones will get double the amount of points uh that he scores but keep it. So you also, again, there there has to be, you've got to have confidence that the Packers are going to win at least a game or two. And if they win two games, they go to the Super Bowl. Right. So yes. if you think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl, then Aaron Jones is a good play. I get what you're saying. If you think they're going to lose at home in round one, it ain't a great play. Okay. Then I may need to workshop. Well, I have Michael Thomas to receiver. I want to lock that in. I, I liked Kelsey at tight end, but now I have another player that's not playing this week. So let me let But me, again, but again, it doesn't matter that yeah. he's not playing this week. So I think I've okay. got one, two, three, four. I got five players on five. Oh you do? Yeah. Yeah. So I you know, this week I, I will probably have a pretty low point total, but in theory next week is when, when I Right. I, that's I when that's when you're hoping you get the and, and, and this and this year too. You know, because you've got the elite teams. What do we? We know the Niners are going to be, you know, tough. We know the Saints are going to be tough. We know the Ravens are and the Chiefs. The Patriots are weaker. Um, nobody believes in the Packers outside of Wisconsin, right? You know, I mean, and, and listen, Packer fans. I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting on you. You guys barely beat the Lions and a third string quarterback in a game you needed to win. Ultimately, you did. But and and I mean, I just remember that game they played against the Niners. Oh, did they play? They got crushed. They, they got stomped. They got crushed. I just feel like. LaFleur did a good job. They're going to get a home game. I don't know who they're going to play. Maybe they win that game. Ultimately, I don't feel the Packers uh, are, are a Super Bowl contender. So um, let's go with uh, – let's go with – I still can't believe Marcus and I picked the exact same. That's thing. funny. Let, let's go with a couple of, like, contrarian picks. So, like, if the team that Marcus and I picked are, is sort of going to be almost like a default kind of thing, I think a couple of directions you can go. If you like the Saints – you can go with Breeze because he's playing this week, and boom, you could potentially get uh, a quadruple multiplier when the Saints, if they had gotten to the Super Bowl. Um, at running back, Mark Ingram, I feel like, does come with a little bit of a risk because you know he's a little bit banged up, but he's also on a team that we think could go all the way. Raheem Mostert is also interesting. I, I was thinking about Raheem Mostert as well. That. I was thinking of Mostert. Hollywood Brown just doesn't produce enough no. on a regular basis for me to use him, but he also could potentially end up nailing that big-time quadruple qualifier. Say that five times fast. And uh, multiplier, excuse me. And, but I, I, he's so touched on a penny. He hasn't really done anything. The tight end position is tough, though, because, like, there's there's any any f number, any one of four elite tight ends, and maybe Jared Cook's not elite, but he was damn good, that, that could really work out here, right? Kelsey, if you think the Chiefs can go to the Super Bowl. Jared Cook, who's playing this week, if you think the Saints can go to the Super Bowl. 
Kittle, same thing with the Niners. Uh, and, and and I mean, Zach Ertz, we also have him as well. We're not sure what's going on with that. Right. Uh, but Mark Andrews. <laughs> Mark Andrews is not playing this week. Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in fantasy football. If you think the Ravens have a better shot to get to the Super Bowl than either the Niners or certainly the Eagles, the Niners, the Saints, or the Chiefs, then he's your guy. So, I mean, if you really want to be contrarian here, too, because Eddie mentioned Aaron Jones, right? Uh, so, obviously, the, the Packers are off this week. Yep. Next week, look, I know they haven't looked great, but they're at home. I know. They're in Lambeau in January. It's not easy to go there. It's going to be cold. It's going to be snowy. We talk about in the past, Drew Brees on the road outside of the Dome. I mean, these Saints... Yeah. Most likely, if they win, that's where they're going is to Green Bay next week. Yep. So I could see a path for maybe an Aaron Jones, maybe a Devontae Adams to be in somebody's playoff challenge lineup because they could you – know, I'm not saying it's impossible for the Packers to win against New Orleans. Then they go to San Francisco where I know they, they did not play well the last time around. But one-game situation, like who knows what's going to happen. So I, I think, you know, we, we have – neither of us have Packers in our lineup – there's a reason. But but I, I do think you're going to see a lot of Packers and a lot of playoff challenge lineups. All right. Uh, Eddie, why don't we play a little uh, Matt Money Smith here? It's time for Bold Predictions. Are you ready? It's Fantasy Bold Prediction time. Oh, money. Those dulcet tones. Uh, all right, Marcus, I'm going to start off with you. Give me your bold prediction for Wild Card Weekend. Uh, my bold prediction for Wild Card Weekend um, is going to be that Look, I think Alvin Kamara has a nice day. I think he's going to be the lead running back for uh, for the Saints. But my bold prediction is that Latavius Murray is going to drop a twenty spot Ooh. somewhere along the way. Wow! Like maybe, maybe not a ton of yards, but you know he'll be the guy who like maybe plunges into the end zone once or twice. Wow! Uh, like I said, I think the Saints score a lot of points against the Vikings. All right, Eddie, what do you got? Uh, Mark has kind of hit it before, and you guys are making the jokes about the uh, the storm in uh, in Foxborough. The uh, what is it called, Henry? The, Henry, yeah. Uh, and I was, and it's funny you brought that up because I was uh, yesterday on on DDFP. I was talking about the pick, game picks, and I, I just happened to look at the weather. I had no idea that's happening, um, and it seems like the temperature has risen. It was like going to be like thirty six and uh, like ninety four percent chance of rain. But uh, basically, what I'm getting at is, I think for those people who are playing, maybe Tom Brady or using him in a fantasy playoff challenge lineup. Uh, I think he's going to have his all-time worst playoff game uh, versus the Titans. That being said, I still have a feeling that the Patriots will win at home, but uh, it'll be every reason but Tom Brady. I think it's going to be a really, really sh- like a big struggle for him. Uh, you know, multiple interceptions. Uh, wouldn't be shocked. There's a, a lost fumble because of the the, the precipitation. Uh, just a really, really bad showing by him. But the defense and ground game will get it done. All right, my bold prediction uh, centers around that game, too. Uh, who's the coach in uh, Tennessee? Mike Vrabel? Yeah. Former Patriot. Exactly. I think the Titans are going in there, and they're going to boat race the Patriots. That offense is playing at a sick level right now. Like, they had the Saints down on their knees to begin that game a couple of weeks ago. Ultimately, the Saints came back and won the game. I, I, I see – and listen, the Patriots have the best – the most successful dynasty in the history of sports, right? I mean, like, at least at least in our time. I mean, right. I, I, I I don't go back to the Yankees. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I wasn't around, you know? <laughs> like, so, but at least now, and, and then in the NFL, I mean, clearly. But you could see it coming to an end. I remember watching Peyton Manning, uh, you know, in his final year, 
you can start seeing the wheels are coming off, right? And the Patriots started off out the gates gangbusters, and they were great. They were playing a lot of crappy teams, though. A lot of crappy teams. Now at the end of the season, they're losing to crappy teams. They got beat by the Dolphins, okay? Uh, Houston beat them. I don't really think Houston's that great of a team. They're a playoff team, but I don't think they're a true contender. I, Tennessee's playing with a lot of confidence at a high level with a quarterback who is, has never played better in the National Football League. And I feel like they're going to go into Foxborough and they're going to put the Patriots to bed. And that's going to be the end of the dynasty. They're done, okay? And it's a great time for those of us who don't like Boston <laughs> because the Red Sox are going to suck this season too. Hey, Mark Brady's in here as a Red Sox fan. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. Um, things are going to start looking down in Beantown. Yep. The Patriots are going down this weekend. Tannehill's going to have more fantasy points than Brady. Derrick Henry is going to be the proverbial snow truck that plows his way through that defense and runs for 150 and one touchdown. Wow. And I think A.J. Brown is going to make Stephon Gilmore, well, not look like an all-pro cornerback this weekend. It would be interesting. So, if I mean, if this does happen, right, um, that means that the, the Patriots will end the season with five losses, including a playoff loss. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, they will have lost. They will have lost to Bill O'Brien. Yep. Brian Flores and potentially Mike Vrabel. That would be three losses How about against, that? against former Patriots assistants. And part of the thing about Bill Belichick is that in the past, he's been really good against his former assistants. Yeah, yep. Uh, look, I, I'm not saying that Bill Belichick has lost a step. I think some of this is personnel and just, you know, I, father time comes for us all. But it would be interesting, yeah. especially if they lose back-to-back games and have their season end at the hands of two former assistants. I, it, it would be fitting, wouldn't it? And it would be a huge storyline. And I think that's the way they're going to go out. And, and there's nothing against the Patriots. They have been a great team for a long, long time. But sustainability at that level is difficult, and they, and, and they have sustained it for a long time, man. I mean, Tom Brady's, what, 42 years old? This guy's going to go down to history. as the greatest quarterback in the history of the National Football League, but it's all got to come to win at some point. I feel like it's coming to win this week. The Patriots are going down. The Titans are going to advance. I think the Titans are a confident team right now. They're a good team, uh, and Tom Brady is not playing at a high level. And, I mean, listen, they, listen, I, they, lost to, they lost to an inferior team last week, Okay on their home field. And before that game, the week before, what did Belichick say? This is the playoffs. This Dolphins game is a playoff <laughs> game. And, and they, they didn't win. They did not show up, and they did not play well. So that's what we got, man. So make sure you're tuning in. I'm sure everyone will. Uh, two games on Saturday, starting at 435 Eastern with Bills and Texans. Uh, Sunday, Vikings, Saints, 105 p.m., and that uh, Titans-Patriots game is the Saturday night game, 8-15 start, and it could be a winner wonderland. That could be a lot of fun. So uh, I sent out a tweet, and uh, I think Eddie's going to retweet it on the NFL podcast. It's already up, yeah. Join You can join a league with Marcus, Graham Barfield, myself, everyone from NFL Fantasy Live. We're doing a playoff challenge league. Uh, so you can go out there and play against us. And remember, ultimately, if you – are the king of the playoff challenge. You could win a trip to uh, next year's Super Bowl, which would be a whole hell of a lot of fun. Um, so get in there, join the league, set your lineup, and um, enjoy the first round of what should be a very interesting wow. 
interesting playoff run. Do we have breaking news? Well, no. Well, one, uh, some mild breaking news. The same thing, Zach Ertz looks like a long shot potentially to play this week. That's not He's good. at practice, but he may not play. The other part is uh, there's already 100 people in the uh, Love it. The group. Join in there, guys. There Join go. in there. It's a lot of fun, man. And, like, you know, if uh, you play DFS, you know, that's great. That's one way to sort of, like, you know, continue to play fantasy. But this is also a, a new challenge you know no pun intended and um it's a lot of fun and again you could have a uh you can win a trip to the super bowl and you can beat us and talk trash on twitter um we get that all the time so have a great weekend everybody good luck in your dfs action sign up for nfl playoff challenge and we will see you on monday You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.